Today, we're talking all about brand photos. And if you feel like I did before getting mine, like, oh, heck no, this is not for me. Stay with me. There's so much great advice that we're giving on here. And it's just a great listen with a great person. So let's jump on in. Welcome to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Hey, 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 Serve Scale Store. Oh my goodness. I am so excited about today's talk because I have my photographer and friend Christina Jones on here, and we are talking all about brand photo shoots. And you may be like some of us, like me, that's like, oh my God, this is not a topic that I want to talk about. I don't want to be in front of the camera. Do I really need this? And some of you may be like, oh my gosh, this has been on my to-do list forever. And no matter where you fall into that category, this is going to be a great episode for you to listen to and just plant seeds if you're not ready yet. But before we jump into all the juiciness, Christina, I would love for you to tell my audience a little bit about who you are as a person and then about your business. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Brandy, for having me on your podcast. Super honored. And it was just a great experience working together and meeting your family. So thank you again for having me. But hello, everyone. My name is Christina Jones, and I am a Tampa St. Pete Clearwater-based brand photographer. I am a mom of two. So Solomon is 10 and Olivia is four, going on 14. Also been married to my husband, Gary, for, well, going on 12 years this year. Uh, Super proud to be a mom and a wife and an entrepreneur. And basically how I started my business is as a mom influencer. So I was on my maternity leave. I was working a nine to five at the time as an executive assistant, working from home, had a pretty decent job making the most money I had made up to that point in my career. And I just realized, quickly realized, you know, I really just wanted to have more freedom of time, time to spend with my family, um, to make my own hours. Even though I was working from home, I just did not have the flexibility that I really wanted, especially as a new mom or a mom with a new baby. So I was on maternity leave with my daughter, Olivia, and just started taking pictures of her as any new mom would. And basically uh, just started posting them on social media, tagging brands. And fast forward uh, a few months later, just really started working with national brands, small shops, uh, basically promoting those brands on my social media, participating in campaigns and getting paid to promote them on Instagram and on my blog. And I realized after about a year after that, when my daughter didn't want to pose anymore, that I really uh, fell in love with photography. I didn't study it. Um, But I fell in love with it and really just wanted to open my business locally, working with other influencers, small business owners. And so that's what I did. And it's been an amazing, amazing journey of just meeting just the most inspiring women, just like Brandy, who are growing their businesses and making a huge impact. But they really needed professional images to promote their offers and really just grow their business. And so that's what has brought me here today. (laughs) 
And I love this so much hearing how people got started with the business that they have now, because usually it's one because they want to be at home with their kids or they want more flexibility or two, they were doing something that wasn't what they're doing now, but it gave them the clarity of what they love. And I think there's so much power in just taking some type of action to find it. So yours was being a mom influencer. And through that, you found your love for photography. And so many of us start with one service. And then we find ourselves doing this completely different service. That's where our passion is. But if we would have never took action in the beginning to find that, like we would have never known what we love, what our passion is. So I think that your story just gives people permission. Like the first thing you do doesn't have to be the end all be all. There's just time to find your passion, your clarity through those other actions. So I love hearing your story. I love that you were shared, shared so openly with us and I love your photography. So let's <laughs> jump in and talk yeah. all things brand photography. And the first thing that I know some people are probably sitting here wondering is when do I actually invest in this? Like, when is the right time to get my brand photos done? Sure. Well, I would say the first step really is when you have a, a vision for your brand and for your business. I used to say, you know, oh, if you've been in business for, you know, three to six months and you've worked with X amount of clients, but honestly, I am a firm believer after working with hundreds at this point of entrepreneurs is, you know, when you really have a vision for where you want your business to go, maybe you're not there yet, but at least have a vision or a plan for what you want to do in your business. That's a great time to start. And I know, you know, there's different ways to go about brand photography and there's, you know, Different brand photographers offer different things. But really, when you're ready to uh, attract the type of clients that you want to work with and just really uh, just take your business to the next level and really have a vision and a plan for where you want to go, that's a great, a great time to invest in a photographer because, you know, you may be in business for three to six months or maybe years. And you've never invested in a in a photo shoot, a brand photo shoot. And so it's not necessarily related to time in doing it. It's really just a matter of having a vision, having a plan, knowing what how you want to use the images, and you know, just having a solid strategy for your business. And I love that you're saying it's not based on time because I think that that's a big thing. In my opinion, and this is not our businesses are not cookie cutter. So there's no like one broad statement. And I love that you talked about, it's about your vision and how you're going to use those. And for me, I mean, growing to a million, you took my photos at the end of 2020. It was like the fall of 2020, which I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So that would have been Mm -hmm. right when, you know, we were getting ready to wrap up million dollar a year. And so I worked for two years without ever having brand photos and it was okay. Like it clearly it got us there. But one thing that happened once I got the brand photos is it made it so much easier to promote our like just have promotional materials. So we use that photo 
as my headshot. We used those photos on my website. And at that time, I didn't have a website as well. We actually got these because we knew we we're going to build a website in 2021. And so these were going to be wow. used for that. But then we also, we have funnels. That's where we built our whole business. And for a long time, I was using ones that my husband took in our kitchen. And so <laughs> I definitely made business easier from a funnel standpoint, from a promotional standpoint to have those images. But at that time, we also were DIY approaching this as well. So I think that there's probably like a good median and I like went way over. Like I probably should have got them done sooner, but that's okay. We all have to learn. And one of the things that held me back from getting them done sooner is I just don't feel comfortable in front of the camera. And I know a lot of my listeners probably feel the same way. They don't want to take photos. They don't feel comfortable. So when people come into this situation and they're thinking about getting them and they don't feel comfortable, what is some advice that you have for them? Because you were incredible through our whole photo shoot. I love my images. You made me feel comfortable in front of the camera. So what is some advice that you have for people who are just being held up because they don't feel comfortable in front of the camera? Sure. Well, I can definitely relate to that as well. And first, I want to say your story is so inspiring because when you were talking about when you decided to book a brand photo shoot, you know, where your business was at, first of all, that is awesome, amazing. But also, I think a lot of times, you know, we talk about, well, when you have these, uh, you know, professional images or you have a website, you have this or that, then you will you know, grow your revenue. But the reality is, if you don't have a foundation built of what you're offering, who you're serving, images will not serve you in the way that they really should, right? And so when you talked about how now that you have these professional images, and you can easily sell your offers, and it just makes things easier, that is the goal. That's the goal with the images to make business easier, not necessarily to, you know, Make it till you make it, which we tend to do, but really to just make that that process easier and really, you know, more so on ourselves, right? Like more so to streamline our processes. So I love that you shared that. So I wanted to mention that before I talked about well, you know, thank you. About camera. But I I think for me, I definitely can relate to what you were talking about, you know, being in front of the camera, even when I started as a mom influencer most of my photos in the beginning were of my kids, just my kids. Like you might see a hand, (laughs) you might see a a toe in there of mine, but it was mostly, you know, focusing on my kids. And I had to, I realized if I really wanted to grow my account and grow my business as an influencer and eventually as a small business owner, I had to get comfortable with being in front of the camera, looking at the camera, talking to the camera. I mean, if you're recording stories for Instagram or you're recording YouTube videos or you're recording, you know, videos for your clients, you're probably already doing it. So it's just a matter of practice. And also, you know, I I hear a lot as well, like, oh, I need to lose weight before this shoe or I need to, you know, I want to change my hair or, you know, I want to change something about myself before I get in front of the camera. And I just want to encourage you to show up as you are, show up as, you know, where you are in business now, because 
one, it creates relatability with your audience because they're going to see, look, she's not perfect, but she's willing to do it anyway. Especially if you are serving clients. I know, you know, I'm not sure exactly who all is listening if you sell a product or whatever it is, but especially as a service-based business, you're going to be face-to-face with your clients anyway, right? Or most of the time. So you're going to have to get comfortable in front of the camera, but show up as you are. Yeah, there's certain things that we can do to help us build more confidence in front of the camera. I always suggest, you know, wear clothes that you feel great in that don't make you feel like, oh, I have to pull this or I have to loosen this or, you know, I don't feel comfortable sitting or posing in these outfits. Wear something that you feel comfortable in. I'm a, I always encourage my clients, like, if you don't wear a suit in your everyday life, don't wear a suit in your photos you know, wear clothes that you feel comfortable in, that you feel confident promoting to your audience and to your clients. And, you know, so wear something that you love, wear something that is a little bit elevated. I even say, you know, a nice pair of jeans and a blouse or, you know, a cute jumpsuit or even like a matching set. Matching sets are really popular right now. Or, you know, a nice dress that you would wear out and about that's just, you know, you feel good in, that you feel comfortable in you know, pamper yourself before you get in front of the camera. I always like to do, even when I'm doing stories, I like to put a little bit of lipstick on or just, you know, a nice pair of earrings, just something that makes me feel good. And also think about who you're you're serving. Think about who you are going to work with. You know, what are some things that you would tell them if they weren't feeling confident in front of the camera? Because if you take your eyes off of yourself and you put them on other people, naturally that confidence gets built. So just keep that in mind when you're, you know, planning for a photo shoot or you're like, oh, I just, I'm not the best poser. And a lot of photographers, they'll pose you anyway. They'll help you pose. And then just practice. Practice when you're out and about, you're with your significant other. Take a photo somewhere. Like even just getting comfortable with taking pictures with your phone will really make a difference. Trust me on this. It makes a huge difference. And I love these tips so much because one of the things that really helped me is one, I was very upfront with you when I booked. I was like, I don't want to be in front of the camera. I don't want to get photos, which is so funny because I love being on video. I'm on video all the time, but I also have my studio where my camera's angled a certain way and I know what the backdrop's going to look like and I know what people can see. And when we were taking the photos, one, I was very honest with you up front. And I think like that would be my biggest tip is just be honest with your photographer, give them a heads up. And then, and I don't really know if that helps y'all, but it helped me just like let you know that I'm not super comfortable doing this. And then the other thing is we started the photo shoot off with Riley. And I think that that was such an, I didn't know that it was going to go like that, but we started it off with Riley and it helped me loosen up because I was in my element. I was just hanging out with my daughter. We were having fun. And then once she left, I was already loosened up and ready to do the rest of the photo shoot. And I know that's not going to be applicable for everyone that's listening, 
but finding, I think, a way of just loosening up. So if you love music, maybe dancing beforehand, I'd, I'm not dancing. Like if you would have <laughs> told me to dance, I would have been like, oh my gosh, I'm out of here. Let's just cancel this. But like, I know some people love to dance or maybe like take a shot of whiskey or something. I don't know, but there <laughs> has to be something in the beginning. And I think just loosening up with taking photos with Riley was so good for me to get comfortable in that environment without it being like super stressful. Yeah, I think that's a great tip, especially for our fellow mompreneurs. You know, sometimes it can be a little stressful to have like your kids with you when you're doing taking photos. Uh, but Riley was an angel. I mean, she did amazing. But yeah, I mean, start off with something simple. Maybe start out with, you know, some shots of you looking away from the camera or doing something. I always try to start with, especially for shooting like at my studio or in like an office setting. I'll start off with them like looking at the computer or looking away or laughing. I like to play music as well. That kind of helps them let their guard down or also will ask like, oh, what's your favorite? You know, I think I may have asked you, you know, what's your favorite artist or something like that? And I'll play their favorite artist or, you know, the type of music they like to listen to. That just kind of helps, you know, just ease the nerves a little bit. But yeah, I definitely agree. You know, maybe have a glass of wine or do a little shimmy or something like that beforehand. But I also say, you know, for us as photographers, it's our job to help our clients feel comfortable in front of the camera. Um, yeah, I definitely agree. You know, share that you are uncomfortable. The reality is that most of us are. 99% of us are uncomfortable with something or insecure about something with us. So it's our job as photographers to help make our clients feel more comfortable. So if you're listening and you are a photographer, you know, think of some ways, brainstorm some ways that you can help your clients let their guard down a little bit. I always like to compliment them as soon as they walk in. Oh my gosh, you look great. Love your makeup, love your hair, love your outfit. Something to help them just feel, feel good about themselves. So yeah, I love the tips that you shared as well. You're so classy. You're like, have a glass of wine. And I'm over here like, take shots of whiskey. <laughs> um, and, I, and I think the other thing that um, you said that's really important is like, if you don't wear a suit, don't do that in your photos. And one of the things that we were cracking up, one of my mastermind members, he has a suit in his photo. And we are like, we've never seen you in a suit. Like what in the world? But then I see these business coaches who have million dollar businesses and they're in suits in their photos. And I always catch myself like, should I like, do I need to be in a suit? And it's one of those things. I think knowing who your audience is, my audience knows, like, I do not wear suits. I show up half the time with a messy mom bun and like just trying to get through the day type. And so I think that it builds more trust with your audience when you show up fully as who you are in these photos. I mean, I think there's definitely some things that elevate your photos. Like you talked about like putting on a lipstick or something like that. But also I debated like, do I wear fake eyelashes? Do I not? And it's like on a normal day, I'm not wearing fake eyelashes. So do I really want all my brand photos that are all over to have that? And for me, it was like, that's not who I am on a daily basis. And I want my audience to see me for who I am. And so I do think that there is something really important, a little bit more elevated than what you normally do, but not going over the top. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Uh, again, I 
it to- can totally relate even for my own brand photo shoots when I take them for my for my business I do my own makeup I don't wear eyelash um fake eyelashes in real life so I don't wear them either my elevated look is like a button down top and some nice you know pull on pants because I hate pants with buttons <laughs> So whatever feels comfortable for you. But if you feel comfortable in a suit and you wear a suit in real life, wear the suit. Like it's not, it's not so much about what you wear. You know, if you wear it in real life, incorporate that in your brand photos. I think what you were saying, I definitely agree is, you know, show your personality and what you are, who you are and what feels right for you for that relatability. Yeah, you may be way further along in you know your finances or in your life than your audience but also there's different ways to motivate them other than you know (laughs) holding a wad of cash or you know wearing suit and heels if that's not really your brand if that's not who you are so you could still show that luxury of for me a luxurious life or a million dollar life is being able to travel with my family and do things with them that I wasn't able to do when I worked a nine to five or when I was making a certain amount of money or being able to buy things that I want to buy. So there's different ways to show that elevated lifestyle as your business grows without the suit, if that makes sense. Yes. And thank you for talking about that distinction because I know a lot of the business coaches that I see that wear suits, they come from corporate world. They're used to wearing suits. Me, I was a bartender, a college student. Like, I've never worn a suit really. I did for a little bit in direct sales, but like, that's not authentic to me. But for a lot of people, that is authentic to them, or they were in beauty. And so, fake eyelashes, that's part of who they are. And so, that I love that you brought up that distinction. And so, when we're going to look, so now everyone's convinced that they're going to go do a brand photo shoot. And so <laughs> where do they find someone? Because for you, I saw our mutual friend, Erica, and I was like, oh my gosh, Erica, your photos are so good. Who did them? And then she gave me your name. And so we were able to connect, but where do people find brand photographers? Sure. So I, <laughs> I love that you asked this question because I was just creating a blog post about this. There's a few different ways. One, like you mentioned, a mutual friend. If you see someone post a photo on their social media, most likely they're probably going to tag their photographer. We love tagging, by the way. Um, it's It's the easiest way to refer clients. So you can do it that way. You can also do a Google search, obviously. Like, you know, we're in Tampa. So Tampa, uh, brand photographer, Clearwater brand photographer, St. Pete photographer. You don't necessarily have to put brand photographer in there, but I would start there because we, you know, brand photographers specialize in brand photography, but there are a lot of other photographers who also offer brand photography. They may do weddings or family. I always recommend, you know, finding someone who specializes specifically in brand photography, but you can search, you know, your city brand photographer on on Google and then You can also search on social media, on Instagram, you can search hashtags. So a lot of us will tag, you know, Tampa photographer, Tampa brand photographer, for example, you know, like a city plus brand photographer. You can also just ask your friends, like ask, do you know anyone who does brand photography? Not everybody actually uses that term, 
So you may say, you know, someone who does headshots or someone who does photography for businesses. Take a look at some of your local businesses as well. Some of them may use a professional photographer. So you can also take a look at their social media and see if they tag a photographer. I've found um, photographers that way as well. Um, what else? What else? What else? Yeah, I think those are the main ones. Just looking, searching by location and then brand photographer. And I think that that those are amazing tips. One other tip that came to my mind was like if you have a rising tide society in your area or like in the Honeybook Facebook group, there's a lot of photographers in there. But one thing that I have seen from taking photos cuz Austin and I try to do photos at least every other year together. We have our family photos and stuff like that. And I do think that there's a difference when you go to book someone who doesn't usually do brand photography and one of the things that we found is that people who aren't used to doing brand photography usually don't shoot indoors. And I'm guessing that's a lighting mm-hmm. thing, but they typically are used to shooting outdoors and if you are wanting to be at like a computer or an office or something like that, that could be conflicting. And so I think that's one of the things that we notice when searching for photographers in different areas is that a lot of times if they're not brand photographers, they don't necessarily shoot indoors. Mm, That's a good point. That's really, really good point. I didn't realize that, but I know a lot of, I do agree, a lot of photographers who are used to shooting uh, weddings or family photography, unless they have a studio. I know there are some photographers who who are used to shooting in a studio, but yeah, uh, the majority I would say aren't used to um, shooting indoors. And it is different. It's definitely the posing is different. The mindset of like capturing certain details and personality is different when you're thinking about business. I do like to capture, you know, my clients in more of those fun, you know, laid back environments but at the same time you know when you're running a business you do want those images that really you know show you as an authority and as an expert that it definitely is different so yeah I I do agree I would definitely consider that Um, maybe look at their portfolio look at the type of images and maybe even ask them like hey I'm looking to you know do a studio photo shoot or get some photos in my home office you know, do you have experience with that? Or maybe not ask them if you have experience with that. Maybe ask them, you know, if they can show you some samples of their work in a an indoor setting, because especially if you want, you know, really nice natural light photography, depending on the location, depending on where you're shooting, especially if you want to shoot in your home, the lighting may not be the best and they may not have the the experience to say, hey, you know, the lighting in your in your home is not going to be conducive for what we need to do. So let me suggest another location, you know, and I always say, you know, when you reach out to a photographer to take photos for your brand, communicate with them as many details as possible, because it really helps them to think about how they can best create these images for you, for your brand and for your business. So that's why, you know, I talked about in the beginning, having a vision because If you don't, it's going to most likely be their vision and their previous experience. And so having just an overall vision for what you want the images to look like is super duper helpful uh, when you reach out to a potential photographer. 
Yeah. And I think that's a really good point that people don't realize is like, usually photographers have an editing style that they like where with our brand photos, like they're much more bright and airy, which is your look. Like you have that, but when we get our, and those do really well online, but when we get our family photos done, we go for more moody, like the darker tones and things like that. And those are what we have around our house. And so even knowing that, like, if you find a photographer and they have like moodier images and the deeper, richer colors that like, it's not like most photographers just flip a switch and then go edit bright and airy because that's what you want. Right. Exactly. So I love this. I think this is going to be super helpful. And there's one more thing that I want to touch on because I'm not super familiar with how this works. I know it's come up in conversation. So when it comes to finding a photographer, they usually have different sessions. So like you do your mini sessions or like the full sessions, but then there's also this whole discussion over like prints and digital images and rights and all this stuff. So can you talk about a few things that our listeners should look for in a contract and different things that could come up that could mean different ways that they can use their images, ways they can't, and what to really be on the look for out for as a business owner? Sure. Yeah. I think that is a great question. And I'll even share a recent (laughs) experience that I had. But yeah, I definitely, I think it's important to have a contract, first of all. So if if a photographer does not send you a contract when you book them, ask for it or draft up your own. (laughs) There are plenty of resources out there for brand photography or just photography in general contracts. I love the contract shop. The Legal Loft is another one. So definitely if they don't have one, please ask them for it because that will eliminate a lot of contention later. Um, But some things to look for are um, definitely usage rights. So um, knowing how you can use the images, if you can use them in ads, you know, paid, paid offers, if you can sell them to other brands. So if you, uh, for example, wanted to do a brand collaboration or a collaboration with a brand to promote their product or or service, um, and they ask you for the images, you want to know if that is okay, if you need permission, because you may need to purchase the copyright from the photographer. Just as a general rule and in copyright law, the photographer owns the images. So even though it's an image of you, the photographer actually owns the copyright to the image. So they basically can determine how the images are used and that kind of thing legally. Like for myself, I think I'm a little bit more uh, flexible because I know a lot of my clients do work with brands a lot. And so they need to be able to sell their images or give them to a brand to use on their social media or website, et cetera. So definitely look for usage rights. And if you don't understand what it means, just ask the photographer before you sign. So again, you know how to use them. Also, making any edits to the images, such as using filters or other presets or any cropping or anything like that. Again, I like to keep things more flexible because a lot of my clients, some of my clients are, you know, they sell a lot of offers. They have online businesses. They're selling digital products and that kind of thing. Or they like to create graphics in Canva or Photoshop or whatever, where they remove the background and they want to add text and that kind of thing. 
So in general, with brand photographers, they will have, uh, you may see like um, an unlimited commercial license in the contract. And that basically just lets you know that you can, you know, remove the background, that kind of thing. I would just try to avoid, it's just a general like pet peeve for photographers. Like if you're going to edit the image or, you know, add a filter on or that kind of thing, just purchase the copyright so you won't have any issues with that. Most photographers aren't going to say, hey, don't put that filter on your photo. Like we're not going to do that. But it's just, it's just a good thing to do. It's just a nice thing to do for us because we're creatives at the end of the day. If you don't like something in the image or you don't like how the photo was edited or you want to remove a blemish or things like that, you can always reach out to them and ask them like, hey, can you do this or that? Some photographers will offer retouching where they'll, you know, maybe slim your face and things like that. I personally don't offer that um, or I do offer it, but it's an upsell because I really like to um, do more, more of a natural edit. But you may want to look look at the contract and make sure there's nothing in there that says, you know, that they're not going to Photoshop or they're not going to do retouching. Or if they do want, if they do offer retouching, it's an additional fee. So you want to go into it knowing like, hey, if I see something that I want to change or I want to have them, you know, slim down my face or slim down my body or something like that, then I'm going to have to pay an additional fee. Um, I did have an experience with that actually just recently with a client who wanted to have all of her images photoshopped, but she didn't tell me until after the fact. And she wanted me to slim her down. And I told her, you know, I can, I can outsource that, but that's not something that I do. And so she would have to pay an additional fee for that. And so it was a little bit of a challenge there because the communication wasn't there, if that makes sense. I do have retouching communication in my contract, but she didn't read it. So make sure you read the contract and make sure you know that what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> yeah. For and the I, most part. Yeah. For the most part, photographers will, will communicate that in their contract. And I think that's really important for people is not just signing stuff, but reading it. Cause one thing I know that I came back with our contract was making sure that like, I knew that these would be used for ads. I knew that we would be like putting them on banners and stuff like that. So we would be removing background. And the other thing is some photographers have it in their contract that you have to tag them whenever you use your photos on uh, social media. And that was one of the questions I had for you. I was like, I totally love to spread the love. I will tag you. But like me getting on Instagram is like a chore in itself. It doesn't happen often. So if I'm like having to remember that I have to tag you in every single post, I knew that that was going to be challenging for me. And so I definitely love all these examples that you gave because I think they're really going to help people make decisions about what photographers to use, which ones not to. And just because something's in a contract doesn't mean it's set in stone before you sign it. Exactly. You can negotiate these. Tell the people you're concerned about one of the clauses or something, and then y'all can come to an agreement if that's going to be a good fit to work together or not. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And actually, when you reached out about tagging, I I had been getting that question a few times because in the contract initially, it said you're required to tag. And after I got that question a few times, even around the time you asked me, I'm like, you know what? you're totally right. Like there's so many things that, you know, a lot of times we assume, you know, that we're all posting on social media and we're thinking about all of these different 
um, things that we need to do. But the reality is the average business owner or the average person who's, you know, just trying to get their content out there is not thinking about tagging and hashtags and all this stuff. They're just thinking about, let me get this posted and keep going on with running my business. So it's not realistic to require, you know, that you have to tag in every single post. Yes, it's great if you do, because again, it's a, it's a, the easiest way to refer clients. And I know like myself, I have a referral bonus. So we definitely like to reward our clients for tagging and referring clients. So it's an easy way to do that. But having to remember to tag every single time is just not realistic. There's times that I've posted certain things and I just, I just forgot. And we're not necessarily policing it, but, you know, it's just like you said, I totally agree. You definitely want to negotiate. There's something in there that you don't agree with or that, you know, you're going to be doing using the photos for just communicate that with the photographer. If they're like, no, you can't do it, then they're just not the right photographer for you. But for the most part, we're pretty flexible. We understand that you're using these images to promote your business. So you need to be able to use them in, in certain ways to be able to do that. Ah, I love this conversation so much. And I do have one final question before we jump into more of a rapid fire for you. And my question is, and I know there's probably no hard and fast rule about this, but for most people, when they're picking out their outfits, is it better to go with prints or solids? Okay, this is a good question. I used to be very against prints. <laughs> Just because it wasn't as easy to edit. And sometimes certain prints don't translate well on camera. Like if you're going to wear prints, I would suggest like larger prints because they, sh they just, they show better on camera. They may look great in person, but on camera, it's just, it doesn't always translate well with those really tiny, smaller prints. So if you do wear them, you know, try to do wear, you know, more like, larger prints so like stripes i just um, took photos in a stripe button down top and they were larger stripes so it just it's easier to edit it looks great on camera but i yeah i mean if you want to wear prints wear them it shows great personality those vibrant colors as well now it really also depends on your brand you know if your brand is more you know calm and cool and relaxing and chill vibes you may want to stick with, you know, those softer, neutral tones. But if your brand is more like bold and bright and, you know, authoritative, not to say that, you know, us calm folks are <laughs> not authoritative, but if you have a more, just more bolder brand visually, definitely incorporate those prints and those, you know, brighter, bolder colors. I love this. And mine, we had prints, which I use... <laughs> Most of the time, the photo with that's my profile photo and everything, but they are a bigger print. And then my other ones that I use a lot are the solid ones. So I love that there's no hard and fast rule. And like it, for me, it was just like getting there and something that made me feel comfortable. And that shirt that had the print made me feel comfortable. So I think that when you're just getting started with taking brand photos, don't feel like it has to be perfect. Just like get in there and have fun and give it a try. And so exactly. then next time you can always change it up if you need to. So Christina, this has been so good. I would love to do some quick rapid fire with you if you're ready. Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Where's your favorite place to take photos? 
my studio. <laughs> I love your studio too. And oh, what you. is your favorite part of your business? Talking to women like yourself, talking to women who uh, really just inspire me and are really ambitious. Ah, that's so beautiful. And what does success mean to you? Oh my gosh, I'm gonna try to say this without crying. <laughs> success means to me being able to give my kids whatever they want, as much free time as I can to not only um, serve my clients and serve my my people, but also um, just be there for them, for my kids, for my husband, being able to travel and just see different places, um, having financial freedom, being able to give back and um, give to charities and even invest in other businesses. One of my 10-year goals is to be a, an investor, you know, and be able to give smaller businesses, startup businesses, capital to grow their businesses. So that's what success looks like to me. Also, I would, you know, I would like to shed a few pounds, you know, <laughs> I would like to, you know, live a healthier lifestyle, be able to have a cleaning lady and a chef and someone to, you know, just assist me so that I can walk in my purpose. And um, I'm not afraid to say that or feel like, you know, I'm less of a mom or a wife if I have, you know, help with certain things that I just don't have the time for or frankly, don't really enjoy doing like cooking. <laughs> but that's what success looks like to me. I love that. And I don't think it, and I say this, but it's not true because I know people who uh, I've encountered it when people think because I don't do the cooking and cleaning that like, oh, isn't that a wife's job? Isn't that your mom's job? And it's like, well, it's not this mom or this wife's job. Right. And so one of my goals for 2022 is to get a cleaning lady. So I love that we're on the same page with that. And yes. that was so... <laughs> beautiful. And I think that's a great note to end on is what success looks like to you. And so with all that being said, I know people, we have a large group of women that are in the Tampa Bay area, the Florida area, and just people that will want to connect with you. So what is the best place for them to connect with you? So you can follow me on Instagram at Christina Jones photo. Uh, my website is Christina Jones photo.com. And yeah, that's the best way to get in touch with me. Perfect. And we'll link up all of this in the show notes. Thank you so much, Christina, for coming on the show today. Thank you, Brandy. It's been such a pleasure. Y'all, how dang good was that? Christina shared so openly about when's the right time to get photos done, like what questions to ask, what to look for in the contract. And y'all, I truly believe this is not something that everyone needs to run out and do. Inside of Service Scale Store, we talk about the four stages, which are packaging and pricing, systems for scalability, marketing minutes, and then elevate your services. And I truly believe this falls under the elevate your services category. If you're someone who loves photos, then do this as a reward. Like if I hold 10 discovery calls this month, I'm going to go out. When I hit $3,000, $5,000 a month, this is going to be my reward and reward yourself with a photo shoot. And if y'all are like me and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, like I don't want to get photos done, then say, if I don't do 10 discovery calls, I'm going to do this. Or when you're ready to launch your website and you can do mini photo shoots, full branding sessions, but whatever you decide, I just want you to know 
that your photos are going to represent you and the beauty that you have inside and outside of you. And let's try our hardest not to get so hung up in what we see in the camera, but the impact that other people will see when they see us soaring. So y'all go out and get your photos done if it's right for you and your business right now. And if not, come back to this episode when it is the right time. And until next week, y'all go out, serve your clients, scale your business and soar into the success you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.